Hey friends, Harrison here, and I cannot believe it's been a few years since we started this podcast. One of the things that we get asked about a ton is what training plan should I follow? And so we've decided to develop our own and get it into an app that you can download. So if you're looking for a plan that's interactive, that you can not only see which miles to run, but which strength exercises to do and watch videos and be able to have a checklist system that will literally walk you through the plan and help you keep track of your progress, we've got you covered. Go ahead and click on the link in the description to get started. You're going to have a seven-day free trial. Give it a shot. Let us know what you think, and good luck. Have fun out there, guys. Hi, I'm Mo Crum. And I'm Harrison Crum. And we're the Crummy Marathoners. This podcast is for beginners by beginners. If you're thinking about running your first marathon or half marathon or are in the process, this is for you. We realized as we were training that many resources out there expect people to know what they're doing when marathon training. Well, think of this as a marathon training guide for dummies. We'll go through many of the questions we have as we make our way through the beginning of our running journey and what we have learned. If we can inspire others to run a marathon, then we consider this a success. Hey everyone, so you've heard of Couch to 5K or Couch to 10K, but have you heard of Couch to Marathon at the age of 55? Well, that's what you're gonna hear today with an amazing guest, his name is Ron Bird. And uh, I wanna ask for your forgiveness in advance because my uh, Wi-Fi was a little spotty during this interview. There's a little bit of kind of ruffling that you'll hear um, likely on my end. So uh, please keep listening. It does get better throughout the course of the interview. Um, but here it goes, my interview with Ron Bird. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, Ron. How's it going? Hey, Harrison. Good. How's it going? I'm, I'm doing great. It's uh, new and exciting in your world today. <laughs> uh, not much. Uh, it's just a... Another work day and, you know, got home from work. So nothing too exciting. 
Are you still working for the same company? I remember it being a one. I can't remember which one. Yes. Um, I, yeah, I work for, uh, I work for Boeing and, uh, yeah, just, just down the road from me. That's awesome. So are you, are you, uh, working on the helicopters? Yeah, I'm a, uh, <clears throat> I'm a, uh, supply chain analyst, uh, and I, I do work on the, uh, Apache, uh, program. Awesome. Ho- hopefully that's not like confidential information. <laughs> no government thing that's going to get you in trouble yeah no i am not on a black program so uh i can feel free to talk about most of what i do there although it's not the most exciting work <laughs> so <laughs> well well skip right past i mean you're if i'm guessing you're working in a, in an office and you're ordering supplies or uh or why don't you tell us what you're doing on the day <laughs> Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, supply chain kind of is a kind of a broader topic uh, or, or or subject I fall into. Uh, but yeah, I uh, I do deal with um, the parts for the aircraft and um, ordering and forecasting and just keeping track of government assets and just kind of a little bit of everything uh, sure. that yeah, manufacturing requires. So uh, I do like it. Although it's not the most, again, not the most exciting thing to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it it sounds exciting. I'm sure it's very complex. Um, (laughs) So we know each other. I I know the answer to this. Um, We did, we did an interview with Cameron Farnsworth not too long ago, and uh, I wanted to do something very similar. And um, you and I had been chatting for a while and, and I really wanted to talk to you and learn your kind of beginner. But but you're related in a way to Cameron. And so why don't you share that? And that way our listeners can kind of get some context around how we know each other. Yeah, sure. That was a, uh, by the way, that was a great uh, interview um, with Cameron. Um, a lot of insight. It's funny because I know we've talked about kind of touched on those subjects, Cameron and I, and, and this is kind of neat just to hear you guys chat about it for everyone else. But yeah, um, Cameron is my son-in-law. Um, he married my oldest daughter, Alyssa. And, um, we, you and I probably met the first time, well, probably when they got married and I I believe you were working, were you not working the, 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 the tunes in the backyard at the reception? (laughs) Is that, if I remember that right? I was, yeah. (laughs) Probably me and one of my brothers, we were DJing. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I was, I thought that's how I remember But anyway, um, yeah, that's probably how we first met. And then I think I, I came down to uh, one night. I'm not sure if this is before or after the wedding, but um, when you guys were playing in your band down in downtown Mesa at the, uh, I forget the name of that little club down there. But um, I came down one night, um, probably last night you guys played together, if I remember. And uh, I had my camera and I just, I took a bunch of pictures of you guys playing. It was really cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So I'm sorry you had to hear, I'm sorry you had to hear us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no it was great i kind of wish i had gotten to see more uh you know, in the past uh just hear more of it it was it was really good um i enjoyed it so well well thank um, you thank you i we had a lot of fun with that you know and then of course we all got married or big big kid jobs and different things happened life took us in a million different directions but um 
it's funny because a lot of people meet me and they're like, I had no idea you were a drummer. Like, what did you have long <laughs> hair? And I'm like, yeah, I actually did. <laughs> so, um, but, but I've channeled a lot of my uh, teenage aggression or I guess kind of what I normally would have channeled into drumming into endurance sports, which has been awesome and, and conducive to, you know, my life as an adult, because you get older and you, you need to exercise and you don't think about it because you're sitting at a desk or you're you know too busy with kids and, and whatnot. So it's been a huge blessing for me. And that kind of leads me into asking you, why did you start running? Uh, you know, and, and one of the things too is, you know, I think it's fairly recent for you. So I wanted to dive into that. Is it something you've been doing for a long time or is this kind of a new discovery for you? Uh, short answer. Yes. It's a new discovery. Um, I will say that about 12 years ago, I was running a little bit after work. I, my, and this is kind of just proof that these, these kind of programs do work, but my, my work was running this um, kind of steps program. Like, and uh, if you, you know, they were encouraging you to get out and, and move and exercise. And so I, they gave us pedometers um, and, you know, I, I just started kind of running a little bit after work and, but I never really did anything more organized than just, you know, I wanted to go out for a half hour or so after work and kind of run walk at that time. So that, you know, and that only lasted like maybe a year or so, but sure. since that time, um, yeah, I haven't done any running, um, whatsoever. And that was the first running I really had ever done as, um, you know, as it pertains to just literally running, not, not as a part of another sport. Um, but yeah, I, my, I, and I've, I've kind of talked about this with just my family members and stuff and like, how did this start? Cause it literally came out of nowhere for them. Uh, I wish I had a video camera or, you know, a, 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 somebody was recording when this kind of happened. Cause they were all kind of shocked, but uh, I'll, I'll step back a little bit. Um, in 2021, my, I have two, I have three daughters and the two oldest are married. And um, of course, Alyssa and Cameron live in Oklahoma City. And then my middle daughter, Savannah, lives in Oklahoma, uh, uh, Chicago with her husband while he's going to school there. And he, um, Chase, my other son-in-law, had just, um, he was running the Chicago Marathon in 2021. And my wife are, are home here in Mesa and we tuned in we're able to tune in online and kind of watch him cross the finish line and it was just really kind of a neat experience kind of track him a little bit and then watch that and um it was just really neat and then of course we got to talk to them you know later that week or something and he kind of just went over the whole experience and it was really my first uh exposure to any kind of running race and just hearing him talk about it was really inspiring i was like wow that sounds like a lot of fun and then not maybe four weeks or five weeks after that, um, Cameron and Alyssa uh, were out here from Oklahoma and he was running the, um, the I think it was the Chandler Half Marathon. Yeah, the, Gilbert, Gil Gilbert Half, Half the Gilbert Half Marathon. Yeah, the Gilbert Half Marathon. And then, so of course we got to see them and they were out here visiting and 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 then he got to run that while he was here and, and all that. So we got to hear about that. And it really just got me thinking, like it was really they, it really got me excited just listening to their experience. And I'm like, that sounds really like something I would enjoy. And also, like I said, there's probably a number of reasons why I got into running, but 
um, like, like a small handful, but one of them is like, I've kind of always had in my mind, like I want to run a marathon. And part of that is like, could I run a marathon? Mm-hmm. Like I want to run one, but can I? And I never did anything with that. Um, but with these two recent kind of, you know, being around uh, these guys um, and talking to them about their, their experience, I was like, I'm, I want to do that. So it was in November and I, and of course, this is kind of the way I do things. It's like, okay, if I'm going to run a marathon, I'm going to pick a big one. So I just put in for the Chicago marathon in 2021 for the 2022 race. And it was in December and I, I was, I got in the lottery and I was chosen just, you know, I, I didn't know if that was actually going to happen, but it did. That's <laughs> so, amazing. Yeah. So that was, uh, so, uh, Cameron put in for that as, you know, you know, as well, if you, you know, you heard from his story, he, he, well, Alyssa put him in for it and he got chosen. And then, um, Chase who, who lives there in Chicago, um, he, uh, he ran on a charity bib. Um, he didn't make the lottery that year, but he did run on a charity bib. So it was, uh, we were all three, you know, plan on running it. So, I mean, I signed up for that marathon before I had even, taking another you know chance at running and that's kind of where it started so how long before that race did you have to prepare so how when you from the time you knew you got accepted to the time that you ran it how many months were in between um so we find out like in december of 2021 uh for chicago uh, the emails went out so um I knew going into the Christmas break holiday, like, Oh, I'm going to be running a marathon next year. And, awesome. uh, <laughs> so I, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I haven't really been moving or doing any kind of, you know, exercise or anything that would relate to that. Um, so I'm going to start in January and, and that's cause that, so that was, so I had like, you know, through the Christmas holidays and stuff to not worry about it. But in January of 2022, like literally like, I think the f- second, if I went back to my Strava and looked at my, my run, I think it was like maybe on the, the second or third, but I started um, kind of running and that's kind of where it started. So I basically had from January to October. Um, and when you kind of get into it and you look at, you know, kind of um, some of these uh, marathon cycles they're you know, anywhere from, I don't know, depends on where you're at, but 18 weeks, 20 weeks, something like that. And so I had plenty of time. Um, so in addition to that, we, I think Cameron might've talked me into it or mentioned it, but there was the Oklahoma city, uh, Memorial marathon going on in April in Oklahoma. So I kind of put that as like the first, and we were, we were going to run the half of that. And I thought that would be a good kind of start is to run at half. Uh, as part of a, a lead in, but yeah, it was, um, it was it, really, I went from, you know, that, that term, you know, couch to marathon or whatever, like that's where I started. I was, um, I really wasn't doing anything really active in that sense. And that, so I really just kind of started from there and, um, sure. It was quite the journey. And, and people ask us all the time, you know, how long do I need is six months enough? Is one year enough? And I, I usually will tell them if you're going from couch to marathon, and again, this is not any professional advice. This is my personal experience. I think a year is a perfect amount of time. And for you, you had like almost a year, right? You had 10 months or so. And what I would usually recommend is you take the first few months to build up a running base to where you're comfortable and 
um, building up a little bit of endurance before you actually start. Cause what you don't want to do is, is just start a training plan that is going to, you know, have you start 10 months in advance and then you're peaking too soon or you're peaking multiple times. Like you really want to build it up, but to get to the start of your, of your build, you want to be at a baseline fitness level. I'm sure there's other episodes that listeners can go back and kind of learn more about that, but tell me how you did it. Cause you did kind of go couch to marathon. What did you do those first few months? And then, and then how did you know it was time to kind of start following a training plan? Yeah. Um, good point. And I, I did recognize that I was way early, uh, in, in, in starting, I, you know, starting a plan really for the marathon. So it was about kind of just get moving. So I did, um, I, I started like a four week kind of like get moving plan uh, where it kind of just got you up. And, um, I think maybe there was like maybe three or four runs in there a week, or it was kind of open to whatever uh, you want to do, but I did start there. And I remember like my first run was I, I, I couldn't run really. I was, I could run around the block and then I was out of breath and I had to walk and then I could run a little bit more and then walk. So I, I did the whole run walk, um, thing for, for quite a while. And I, I will say I was very surprised at how well and how quickly your body does adapt. And like you say, you're building that base. Um, it does happen pretty quickly when you're starting from, from, you know, from like me where I wasn't moving at all. So, um, it, it, and, you know, I knew that I was going to start this and then kind of aim for this half marathon in April. And then I was going to have a kind of a break where I wasn't really probably going to be on a, a, a training block. And then I would then have to pick that actual uh, marathon block up somewhere in the June timeframe, which would put about 18 weeks, you know, out. And I mean, one of the things I kind of didn't really think about is, um, we, I, I, you and I both, we live in Arizona. So when you run a fall marathon, your peak miles are like usually in August (laughs) and, and, uh, that's a very tough time to try and get in, um, any running, um, here in Arizona. And I, I don't run on a treadmill. I really prefer outdoor on the road. Um, so I can go into kind of how I met that challenge and what I did with it, but yeah, I, I did. Um, I did get injured. I I'd had, I had two injuries over this course of this, this October marathon in October. Um, and they were both what I would, what I've have determined to be just overuse, uh, injuries. They were just, my body was just not quite ready for the load. And, yeah. um, so I did go through two of those, um, which kind of, I don't know if I say set me back, but I did have to deal with them. Yeah. Well, let's dive into that a little bit. So, um, so you, you got a couple of injuries and I, I also want to dive into the, the, the summer running thing because yeah, I, I would say if you live in Arizona, a great marathon to pick would be something in the winter. Like, like the Mason marathon is perfect in my opinion, cause it's February. And so you get to kind of do your peak training through the fall. But, um, tell me, uh, let, let's talk about that second. Let's talk about your injuries first. So just real briefly, what were they? And, uh, and, and you think they were just caused by overuse? Yeah. So the first injury I picked up, um, probably in, um, February. So I really just started running and I thought it was my knee. Like I thought I had, you know, and I mean, as a kid, I played soccer and baseball up through like into high school. So, you know, I was fairly active and and somewhat athletic. Um, but, and 
as I got this knee, what I thought was a knee injury, I went to my doctor and they, you know, they, and it was on both knees and I was like, oh man, my, what I do here. And, and as it turns out, um, just to make this story short, it really wasn't anything uh, to do with my knee, um, like the structure of my knee or the tendons and ligaments. It was really the muscles that attached at the top of the knee coming down from your, your quads and, and your, you know, upper, you know, your legs. And they were just, um, I went and did some physical therapy for about three weeks and it was really just an overuse. I, again, I wasn't running a lot, but I was starting from really nothing. And although I was feeling good, I, I, I think the, 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 the little bit of load I was, I was putting on my legs was just probably a little bit too much too fast. So took three weeks off, did some uh, physical therapy and then they, the pain went away and I have yet to experience that same pain uh, pain in, in, you know, in, in my legs or knees since then. So that's, um, yeah. So it was, it was an interesting experience. I had never, you know, had any, any injury where I had to do something like that. And that's, that's something that I tell pretty much any new, in fact, not even just any, any new marathoner, but someone who's been at it for a while. Um, you got to find a good sports physical therapist or, you know, physical therapist who, who specializes in, in at, working with athletes because it, it's, I've yet to run a marathon where, or, or even like a, a triathlon where I've gone into it, a full training cycle without any type of uh, uh, injury, uh, small or large. And without fail, I go see my guy and he works his magic. He gives me the exercises. He rubs it out the right way and does some dry needles and it, it usually fixes the issue. And if nothing else gives me the confidence that, okay, this isn't as serious as I thought I can keep training. Um, and he can kind of tell me how much to back it off. So I, I love that you pointed that out. You said there was a second injury. What was that? Yeah. One? Yeah. So the, um, um, the, the first injury also kind of messed up the, the, the lead in into that half marathon in April. And, and it kind of like, kind of really got me down. It, it got me off my training schedule, obviously, cause I had to, but then even when I was better, I kind of just, I was like, Oh man, I, I kind of messed that up. And I actually, when I went to Oklahoma, um, I wasn't going to run that, that half marathon. Cause I just hadn't, I felt like I wasn't ready. I, I just, you know, wasn't, but I, I tell you, um, <laughs> race, race adrenaline like that starts when you're picking up your packet is is quite the the drug <laughs> and uh, me and uh, my daughter Alyssa went down to pick up our packets on Saturday and I'm like I'm, I'm gonna run this race so uh, <laughs> I did run it it wasn't a great experience but I'm I'm glad I did um, I, I did decide to run it because I wanted to go through the process of of a race and all that it entails the logistics and that way I would not be um so kind of out of you know so i would understand a little bit more more for october that's what i was looking at so it wasn't a great experience but i was looking at it as a learning experience yeah. and uh, i did finish it um I, in um you know it, it was somewhat painful but the second injury um was was probably well the second injury was right about three weeks prior to the chicago marathon um, I was on my 20 mile long run and it was the, the long run of the, the cycle. And I, again, it was just an, an overuse injury and it was my perineal tendon, uh, in my right, um, 
my right ankle foot area and um it was very painful and i did it on that run i know i did i probably should have listened to myself and cut my run off at a time instead of a distance and i and i didn't but i, I was also a little bit of a mental like i wanted that mental experience that i can run 20 miles and yeah. um I, it was, I felt it was just important for me to get that, um, going into a 26 mile race, just a few weeks, but yeah, I did. Um, I did hurt that it was pretty painful. Um, it, so I didn't run for the next three weeks. Uh, basically that was the last run, uh, up until like race day in Chicago. And I was just allowing wow. that to heal as much as I could. And then at the same time, worried that my fit you know after you know like if you don't run for two days you're all of a sudden you're not fit anymore you know that's, yeah. that's the thinking and that's i will say this um i did not run for three weeks prior to that and i felt great going at the start line like fitness wise so that's um, awesome and, yeah and, and great advice i'm sure there's tons of people listening who are just frustrated with their current injury it throws off their training plan they're going to miss a bunch of runs and so it's so good to hear both Cameron and you, and I, I've probably talked about it before as well, that don't give up on, on the whole process just because you miss a couple of weeks. It's not going to be the end of it. Yeah, I was I, – the start line at Chicago, I told my wife, I said, I, I'm going to start. I said, I don't know if my foot is going to blow up at five miles or three miles or, or whatever, but I'm, I'm going to start and find out. And when I came around at the half marathon – before that i was like all right my it's gonna hold up i'll be able to finish um i probably won't have the you know the time that i want but i'm gonna finish this and, and sure enough i did so yeah it was, it was again it was a good experience um you know just kind of having to deal with a little a little pain <laughs> well those are those are the the nerves of the uncertainty right like what's going to happen on race day yeah i mean you you do realize um how much it does take to get to the start line of a, of a, of a race, um, like a marathon. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, in my case, you know, I, I actually started in May is when I, I, I put the pin in the calendar as like May 1st is when I really, or yeah, May, May yeah. is when I started the training for the marathon. So that's a lot of time to put in. Um, and like I said, I, I, uh, I start work really early. I started at like 6 a.m. And so a lot of my summer runs, you know, I had to get, I wanted to get done before that. Yeah. So with all that time and investment, getting to the line was important, but, you know, yeah. healthy and then finishing were like right behind that. Well, now you, you mentioned kind of these early, early runs because you got to get to work early. I, I imagine that's kind of your, your summer running strategy, but can you touch on that just, just here momentarily about, um, you know, what, what do you do in the summertime if, you know, or I guess what advice can you give to people who live in hot states, you know, trying to train through the summer? Yeah. Um, I don't have a treadmill and I don't belong to a gym. Uh, I mean, there's one nearby. I could have done that, but I, I already, I know myself, I'm, I'm not a great treadmill runner. Uh, I would rather be out on the road. So I, I knew as it, as it through June here, it wasn't too bad. I was, you know, it's, I mean, I'm not running in the afternoon, I'm running in the morning, but I knew that, okay, I'm really going to have to figure out what I could do. So the only option I really had was that, um, I would get up, I would just get up really early and run. And I mean, I would be up at, I would be on a run at 4am and, 
just depending on what kind of run it was. Um, I did save my long runs for the weekend so I could start and just kind of, you know, finish in the morning. But most of my training runs were early in the morning and before work. And I think that's when I really fell in love with running. I, I mean, I signed up for a marathon to see if I could do it. And I ended up kind of just really loving running regardless of the marathon. And I think I loved the training. I, it was during the training. I loved getting up early and going out on a run. It's, it's, it's warm in the morning here at, you know, 4am, but it's quiet um, where I live out here in this kind of big suburban block of just one mile, you know, track homes and stuff yeah it's it's a little some people may not like that it's not the most scenic you know uh, views you get but um watching the sun come up sometimes it's it's great i just kind of really that's what sold me right there and just that alone time um i get a lot of thinking done on the runs so that that was it so the, the only way to accomplish that for me uh was to run early in the morning yeah. Um, it's just it's just too hot in the afternoon so um, sure. that or a treadmill would be my suggestion to anybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well so so you started and ron I, I think it's important to share your age or roundabout your age so that people can understand where you started from you know it, it, they might be able to relate so yeah uh, um tell i was me about that yeah i uh probably should have mentioned that earlier yeah so i started let's see last uh, last year I was, I turned, um, 55 last year. So I really started running when I was, uh, 55. Um, Incredible. yeah. And I never really thought like, can I run at 55? I, I mean, I could run, like maybe it's not gonna be as fast as I want or think I am, but I know I could, I knew I could run now. Could I run 26 miles? There's where the challenge was for me. Like, yeah, I could run, I could go run a mile. I already kind of knew that, but um, running 26 miles is, 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 a is a commitment. And, um, that was where the challenge was. So I never really thought about my age other than the fact that, okay, my, my pace is just not going to be what, you know, somebody younger is, but it, you kind of learned, I, I learned quickly after going to a marathon and seeing who's racing, like you cannot really judge anybody by what they look like or their age. Um, I saw, people much older than me. I mean, people older than me passed me. And just like in the, uh, the half marathon or the half uh, triathlon that you did, I, I was, I was shocked at the amount of people in that running that race, uh, or, you know, that triathlon yeah. that were older than me. And like, I, if I saw this person on the street, I'd be like, there's no way you're going to do a triathlon. So yeah. it just, I learned right away. Like you cannot judge somebody by just by, you know, what they look like or how old they are. Um, so that, that kind of was a little, my own self-motivation there to not sure. let that stand in the way. Did it change your approach? Now, granted, you wouldn't have known any different, but it, did it change your approach and how you trained versus maybe if you were 20 or 30 years younger? Yeah, I, I think, of course, yeah, you're right. I, I don't know. I just know what I can do and what I can't do. And I, I think I learned early on that, um, like, you know, I'm probably going to have to take things a little bit slower to start with. Um, and then if, if some abilities of mine that are down in, down in there are, are unlocked as I, as I go through this, that would be great. But I just kind of knew that, um, I might be a little slower to, uh, 
to you know start out and just need a little bit more time uh to kind of build up that base and i, I you know and that's you know that's probably proven to be true I, I i have stayed you know other than the two injuries i've mentioned i've stayed pretty healthy and um so I, I you know just just knowing that you know that that was uh one of the challenges i, I was you know i was just gonna have to yeah deal with that i guess now you you just ran the mason marathon the same race that cameron ran but you had a massive pr and how much how much of a of a difference in time was it your second marathon from your first yeah so my first marathon it was um let's see it was about 26 minutes that's um let's see four about 25 minutes uh it was about a 25 minute pr um i was hoping I would have been very disappointed if I did not have a PR for that because I did run Chicago with a somewhat of a, um, you know, a hurt foot. And for Mesa, uh, which was just a few weeks ago, I felt really, um, my foot had totally healed by, um, it did take a while to heal, but it did totally heal by December. So for Mesa, I was, I went, I was injury free. I felt really good. Um, and so I was expecting to PR for sure. And 25 minutes, I, I would lie if I say I was probably hoping for another 10 minutes off that, but I, I did have some unexpected um, visits to the bathroom uh, <laughs> during that race, which kind of just, I was like, oh, this kind of just kills my, you know, my, yeah. my time. But you, you can't really, can't worry about too much. I was, you know, no. I was. It was just, that's just the way things go. You just can't, some things you can't yeah. plan for. So <laughs> when um, you'll pick up things every time you know, you've done two now and I'm sure you've learned tons of, uh, as you're faced with adversity, right. The first time with the injury, the second time with maybe some GI issues, you just, you learn what to do better the next time. So do you think there's going to be a third time for you? Oh yes. Uh, there will be a third time. I've already got my calendar set for this year. Um, I mean, I, I think I did okay. I mean, in, in the course of one year, I ran two half marathons and two full marathons, and that's, that's for me, that's probably, and they were just happened to be spaced about right. Um, like I didn't jump into something that, you know, just because so, uh, but yeah, there will be, um, so I have, um, I am going to go back to, uh, Oklahoma, uh, in, in, um, April of this year and, and then I'll run that with Cameron. And then, um, I, we did, I did put in for Chicago, but did not get chosen for this year. So can't do that. But, um, I think in June, um, this one looked kind of interesting to me. It's, uh, I'm sure you've heard of, you know, grandma's marathon up in uh, Duluth. Yeah. Um, I, I think I like that one because it's June in Minnesota and I, you could get a good training block in here in Arizona and not have to deal with the heat too much. Yeah. Um, so that one kind of calendar wise was nice. And then, um, the only other one was possibly at the end of uh, the year in November. Is, um, there's one in Big Bear, I think, and I, oh. I might I might be able to run that with um, my other son-in-law Chase if he's able to. So it's always fun well, to run marathons with uh, you know someone. friends and especially family. So well, hey, it's not too late if you want to sign up for the uh, Tempe Half Ironman with Cameron and I. So just think about it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I know he's he's throwing subtle hits out. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll probably be there rooting you guys on for sure. <laughs> well, I appreciated when you were there last last year rooting me on. Um, thank you for that again, and and thank you for joining. This has been really enlightening, and 
Um, if, if listeners want to find you, uh, what's your Instagram handle if they want to follow along? Yeah. Um, I don't have a big, uh, social media footprint, but I'm always, um, you know, open to whoever wants to follow along with some of my stuff, but I'm, I'm on Instagram and it's the Ron bird. So T H E and then my name, Ron bird. There you go. I, I joked with you that you should rename it to the iron bird and, <laughs> and, uh, do iron man's, but anyways, someday, maybe, yes, but my wife would love me shopping for a bike. That's yeah, exactly, exactly what would be on the top of her list. <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you again for your time. This has been awesome. Uh, love chatting with you about running and um, looking forward to watching your journey. You've got a big year ahead of you. And thanks again. We, we really appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, thanks for inviting me on. Um, I'm glad I was interesting enough to, to pique your interest. So uh, hopefully there's, uh, you know, some people heard some things that they can relate to. I, I know um, I always listen for those kind of things when I listen to podcasts and stuff. So and I do love Absolutely. yours and uh, yours has helped me through a lot of runs uh, you know, something to listen to. So, uh, I do enjoy it. Good, so, good. Well, I'm glad. Hey. And, and thanks for tuning in. Uh, I know it probably can get boring hearing about running all the time. I, I like, I personally like to space it out. So I'll, I'll be, some days I'm in the mood for learning other days. I'm in the, lo- in the mood for laughing and, and yeah. other, other days it's music. So it just exactly on my mood. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, thanks again. We'll chat soon. Okay. Thanks Harrison. Right. See you around. Uh-huh. Bye. Follow us on Instagram at Crummy Marathoners. We'd love to hear your feedback and take any questions you might have. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes come out. And please leave us a five-star review so more people can join this running journey with us. Our theme song is Change the World by Breck. You can find his music on Spotify, searching B-R-E-K-K.